One of the monks was inspecting the statue with a flashlight. He noticed a reflection shining out from the crack that was forming in the clay. Out of his curiosity, he retrieved a hammer and a chisel and started chipping away. Finally, after much of the clay had been removed, he realized that it was not a clay statue at all, but rather a large, solid gold Buddha. Many historians believe that several hundred years earlier, the Thai monks had covered the Golden Buddha with clay in an effort to disguise it from the Burmese army. A battle ensued, and consequently the Thai monks were all destroyed. And it wasn't until 1957 that the true nature of the Buddha was really discovered. Today, the Golden Buddha rests in a temple in Thailand, open for the public to see. Like the Buddha, we all have great potential and untold wealth within. Yet, due to the battles of life, we too find it difficult to see beyond our own layers of clay. Some years ago, Converse promoted this ad, Champions are born and then unmade. The ad implied that the innate greatness we possessed the moment we came out of the womb would soon be replaced with limitations and defeat. We were born to win, yet conditioned to lose. Starting in childhood, conditioning is a gradual, yet consistent and relentless progression. It's been said that the average fourth grade child has heard the words, No, you can't do that, over 70,000 times. Unfortunately for many, this is just the beginning of the destructive conditioning that will be pounded into their heads for years to come. Buck Minister Fuller put it this way, All children are born geniuses. 9,999 out of every 10,000 are swiftly, inadvertently, de-geniusized by grown-ups. Even as we get older, we make settlements, settling for less than our true potential, as a result of what someone said or did. Maybe we had a goal, and out of our excitement, we shared the goal with someone we admired, only to hear them say, You're going to do what? You can't do that. You've never done something like that before. You don't have the education, the money, the talent, etc. They question our abilities, and in that vulnerable moment, we believe them. In his book, Love and Awakening, John Wellwood uses the analogy of a castle to illustrate this conditioning process. Imagine being a magnificent castle with thousands of rooms. Each room is elegant, even perfect. You love each room for its uniqueness, how magnificent it is, and for its character. Then, imagine one day, someone coming into one of your rooms and boldly telling you that the room was ugly, worthless, and unacceptable. Consequently, out of your need to be loved and accepted, you found yourself closing the room off from the rest of the world. Then imagine if most everyone else who entered your castle over a period of time also thought that many of the rooms were imperfect and needed to be changed. One after another, slowly but surely, imagine each door being closed. Eventually, you realize that by closing off these parts of you, your castle or your dreams, that it actually started making you feel safe. Soon you found yourself living in a castle with thousands of rooms, occupying only one or two. Many are guided by the limiting belief that high achievers simply have superior talents and that's why they are successful. Well, research indicates that in most cases the opposite is true. After a five-year study of 120 of the top artists, athletes, and scholars, Dr. Benjamin Bloom and his research team determined that success was more about drive and determination, not great natural talent. In fact, the belief that they were special surfaced long before any signs of greatness or talent were ever noticed. Dr. Bloom went on to say that even the mothers of those that they had studied said, it was their other child, brother or sister, 
who had the greater gift. As the saying goes, sometimes those who are given more end up with less, and those who are given less end up with more. Maybe you have noticed at times that the more talent someone has, the lazier they are. I am going to show you throughout this book that regardless of whether or not you possess talent or any other special advantage, your dreams are still possible. This was the case with Will Kellogg, who was reported to be a shy man with few friends, limited interests, and no discernible talents. Will was 46 years of age before he made a decision to go into business for himself. At the time, he was working for his older brother, Dr. Kellogg, who never paid Will more than $87 in a month. One day, while Will and Dr. Kellogg were experimenting to improve the food for his patients, they discovered flakes by accident. Will had left a pot of boiling wheat to stand a little too long. When the wheat became tempered, he rolled it into a flake.